Hello, avid listeners, commuters, or those of you that just need that little bit of background noise to get through the day. And welcome to the second episode of Curious Quandaries, where we take a question or a neat idea and see what it's all about. Maybe we'll find a bit of news. Maybe we'll hear about an old wives' tale. Heck, maybe we'll go back to our 8th grade science book and skim around until we find that old text. For this episode, we're taking a step back to sticky floors and buttered popcorn, where we can hear one of the most recognizable FX sounds out there. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of tea, or just put on your fanciest dino slippers, and we'll take a look at the King of Lizards, not Godzilla, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and ask, what if a T-Rex had proper-sized arms. 66 to 68 million years ago existed the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Depending on your preferred translation, Greek or Latin, the Lizard King or Tyrant King, or, as most of us might know it, King of the Dinosaurs. This puts us back right around the Cretaceous period where the T-Rex was at its apex. Box office sensation that swept a nation. Its gigantic, titanic proportions sending horror into our television sets. Until you see tiny, two-fingered forelimbs. About one-eighth of the size of its hind limbs, which is just about the length of an average adult arm. So, first question we have to ask is, why the tiny arms to even begin with? What gives? Before we get into this, we want to take a second and reach out to those who don't believe in the evolutionary process to please replace every word you hear for the next two, three minutes with the phrase, magicy magicy fairy magic, or something remotely similar. Now to those who may listen and not even believe in the existence of dinosaurs, the best suggestion we have is for you to simply say to yourself, hey, I feel like listening to a made-up story, maybe about giant lizards. Then restart the episode In all seriousness, if you are someone in the aforementioned trains of thought, drop us a line. Ask us questions. In all honesty, we would love to hear your side of things. As for the rest of us here, it's time to talk evolution. Early ancestors of the genus Tyrannosaurus, aka super duper great grandpappies of T-Rex, can get traced all the way back into the Triassic to the Prosauropod. This critter was actually very different from what we can visually picture the king of dinosaurs, the T-Rex being. Specifically, its size, shape, and visual appearance. Interestingly enough, they were essentially a quadruped. They had equal length forelimbs and hind limbs. Now, as 
time pass one day, two days, three days, we'll fast forward a few million years, dinosaurs became more and more bipedal, that is, more on their hind legs versus walking on all fours. The front arms therefore became a little less used for movement, and so like holding an ice cube in a blizzard, they became kind of unnecessary. The group that turned into the modern day T-Rex went a little weird compared to others of the same ancestry. Instead of claws and using his arms as defenses and hunting things along those lines, the T-Rex and their closer relatives began to use their jaws to hunt. Surprisingly enough, some of these early Tyrannosauridae, which was the name of the superfamily T-Rexes belonged to, could be at waist height to an average adult human. This is specifically referencing the somewhat controversial Raptor Rex. Now, how does this get from essentially a four-legged creature to the T-Rex we know nowadays? 90 million years. That's how. Basically, over the span of 90 million years, the T-Rex grew every part of its body from its earliest relatively human height to the mammoth box office monster we know of today. That is growing everything in size except for its arms. Interesting, right? But then what gives? Why even have them? Well, some people think they were for balance to help them run and maneuver, just like humans swing their arms for balance while running, though this was quickly shown as wrong. You see, the T-Rex has its long, rigid tail that's used for balance, so the arms would really just get in the way. Then why? What was the purpose of the forearms? What do they do? What were they for? Why not get rid of them altogether? Well, no one really knows. Unfortunately, there isn't an actual island where questionable DNA experiments are being done to find out. There are theories, however, such as they would use the arms to slash their prey while biting down on them. Others think they were actually just leftover appendages evolution just didn't quite have the time to remove. There's even a few people that believe the limbs were used for adduction. No, not abduction, adduction. The T-Rex isn't going to go around and kidnap someone. Adduction is the technical term for the movement you make when hugging. Yep. Dinosaur hugs. Biggest hugger in the world right there. Think about it. Amazing. Of course, in this particular scenario, the adduction was more for mating purposes than actual hugging. So, what would happen if a T-Rex had proper arms? 
very likely it would get in the way of how the T-Rex moved. Walking, running, fighting, eating, they would overall be more of a problem than a help. Sure, it will always be scarier when a raptor can open a door by using his handle. Who needs that when you can just headbutt a building until it falls over? Well folks, that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed the few minutes we spent together. Maybe you learned something, or maybe you just avoided some road rage. So drop us a like, a listen, a favorite, a bookmark, whatever you can do. Or just share us with a friend, because every listen lets us know somebody else is out there asking a question. And that's a wonderful thing. And, of course, if you have a curiosity, a quandary, or just want to show us some love, you can contact us at cqthepodcast at gmail.com. That's the letters cqthepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at cqthepodcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.